Brandon? Will Jack ever get back to the past? That is yes. Perfect. You're wrong. He never will. Oh, it's time for the Animation yeah. Destination Podcast. <laughs> We're talking Samurai Jack. Woo! The Animation Destination Podcast is brought to you by The Destination, located at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, just behind these Crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. Welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones. I am joined here by Mitch Harmon. Yo! And returning to the DNN. After a long stint of not being on because of second shift stuff, Levon Thomason's back on the show. The rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. It's very true. No one, I don't think anybody said you died. But. <laughs> I tried starting a rumor, but you nobody did. listened. You did. Um, well, I just might as well be a vampire. I, I am I am severely uh, uh, draining right now, so you'll have to excuse my voice, and I will be editing this heavily so you don't hear me blowing my nose or coughing or anything like that. But uh, excuse my voice. I'm not sure how well I'm pronunciating things, because I can barely hear myself because of, I'm just so full of gunk. So, uh, it's but that time of the uh, year, man. But I couldn't. But we're getting a lot of new listeners now, so I can't. I couldn't skip. <laughs> can't week. skip it, especially I, Samurai Jack, I, man. I, I was su- I was really considering skipping this week because oh. everybody's you know because Mitch is kind of under the weather. Yeah, I'm sick. Dealing with it for about a week now. So, but I, I'm just like I can't. I can't let it slip. I can't let it slide. I have to. I have to get it out. Plus, you know, Samurai Jack. It's. Uh, I didn't expect to do this episode, but it kind of. Happened. Manifested <laughs> on its own. It did. It just kind of occurred. Uh, sometimes inspirational happen. Because that was the other thing. I wasn't going to an episode this week because I wasn't really inspired to do much. Mm-hmm. And then news came out, and I'm like, well, that seems appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, moving on to uh, all of our other stuff. Corrections from last week. I'm sure there were probably corrections, but. We recorded that two weeks ago, and I didn't really, uh, yeah. so I don't remember. I can't remember, remember all those so. things that happened two weeks ago, people. Yeah, so I'm sure we mentioned a wrong name or something in Avatar Book 2 or something. Uh, but, it's a possibility. We're human. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, so as far as I know, it was perfect. So, as per usual. Know, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Flawless. So, <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs> Moving on to our animation recommendation we all just watched here. Uh, the Zootopia trailer. Mm. Uh, it's the new Disney cartoon coming out from the makers of uh, Big Hero 6 and Frozen and uh, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph and whatnot. Um, what do you guys think of that trailer? I love it. Yeah. Um, the uh, the animation is very fluid itself, but the <clears throat> voices seem to also fit their characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The 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 rabbit or whatever, the which is one of the main characters. Yeah, she spoke very fast and you mm. know very direct and whatnot. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's just, you know, anthropomorphic animals to, you know, try to solve a case, I guess. Yep. Didn't really get much of what the case was about. Didn't get anything of what just the case was. Just kind of showed a little bit of the it, world and then it, that wonderful DMV uh, yeah. shot. It was basically just she has to solve a case in 48 hours and that was it. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't know what that case is. Uh, but yeah, you got a little bit of the characters in, in there in the in the brief time that you saw it. Uh, Officer Judy Hopps is one of the cutest characters in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's adorable looking. Like, I just, like, everything about it. Well, I love um, it, like, in the beginning of the, the, um, trailer, 
uh, the cop cars pull up and like a rhino gets out. Right, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, just psh, the little thing jumps out and you can't <laughs> know what it is. And yeah. then it lands and it's her. And she's, Officer Hops, I'm yeah. in pursuit! Yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, with Jason Bateman's character, yeah. he, this, the fox itself, like his design, looks very sleek mm-hmm. and like, I'm, he looks kind of like a con man, but I'm just curious if they're yeah. going to debunk the trend of the yeah. fox as a thief. Yeah. I, I think he is supposed to be like kind of a, a kind of a sleazy car salesman, but he's not like a criminal or anything, so I don't know. But uh, it, it, they've been very vague on like the outputting the plot and everything for this one. So, and for some reason they had to put out a trailer that was like, or like in this world, animals evolved like humans, and I'm like, yeah, guys. Disney's given us DuckTales and Rescue <laughs> Rangers, and we get it. Yeah, <laughs> like we, we understand the concept of anthropomorphic. Yeah, there's not really need for uh, this whole backstory, I guess, but it looks good. The animation is really nice, and it's uh, definitely great. But yeah, it looks good to me, and uh, I can't wait to see more. Because so, it was basically just an extended scene. Like yeah. it's all what it was one scene in the movie where they're in the DMV dealing with these slow sloths, <laughs> you know, and uh, she wants to get done quickly. Really funny. I love the look. I, I'm waiting for someone to make a meme out of his uh, the realization of the joke. <laughs> where he's just like, it just gets slowly but surely. Like, like, like it's like, wow, when you see the the I don't know Batman v Superman trailer or something. Nah, I wouldn't. But <laughs> Civil War trailer. You know, it's like just ah, uh, you know, yeah. It just uh, it, it it screams meme to me, but yeah, yeah. That whole little sequence was pretty funny though. With oh, the, yeah. the sloth and whatnot, and he goes and tells the joke to his <laughs> the person. other one. Yeah, it's... no, <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, go check out that trailer. It's a good trailer, and I look forward to that movie because Disney seems to be knocking out of the park lately with Big Hero Six and Frozen and all those movies. I think they're all really fantastic. Yep. Recently, uh, moving on to Toon News. We got a lot of big stuff to cover in Tune News today because uh, it's been about two weeks since we actually ran it. Since Avatar ran two weeks in, or ran ran a week uh, prior, so uh, I want to talk about this last week, but I couldn't because I didn't have it on there. The Hey Arnold movie. Uh, there's going to be a Hey Arnold movie. Wow. Uh, Was it fifteen years after it went off the air? Yep. Something like that. Yep. Um, Lord. Yeah. It's um. It, it's going to be part of their whole. Revival of the 90s type hmm. stuff that they've been doing. We're going to get so. a uh, did we already have a Doug movie? We had a Doug movie, yes. Okay. Doug's first movie. And only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, it was, it was under the Disney line, too. Yep. It wasn't even part of Nickelodeon. That was a weird one. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, so Hey Arnold movie. There's speculation that this is going to be the lost movie that never got made. There was a movie that was storyboarded, partially oh. voice acted, and it was called The Jungle. It was called Weird Arnold, Hey Arnold, The Jungle Movie. Right. Ooh. And it was going to be about him searching for his parents in, like, Brazil or Argentina or something. And, like, it's really bizarre. There's even, like, an hour episode that, like, kind of sets it up. Like, I remember that because they talked yeah. about that on uh, Channel Frederator when they did the 107 Facts About Hey Arnold. Yes, exactly. And it's just like, and there's a, there's a whole thing where, like, they had a. They, uh, the creator of the show and Nickelodeon like had just kind of had disagreements on stuff, and then uh, I believe he ended up walking on the project, and so they just shut it down and said, "All right, we'll make a Wild Thornberrys movie instead." They <laughs> even had a poster for it, if I remember correctly. They did. They had a poster and everything. It was like it was almost. It was like 
It was in the throes of like starting production, like or it already started production because storyboarding was happening. Money was being spent already, but uh, so it, it really bizarre that it didn't get made. Yeah, very very interesting that this is now happening. I don't know if it's going to be that again because there was a Hey Arnold movie that was released. It was Hey Arnold Saves the Neighborhood, and it got a theatrical release, but it wasn't about going to the jungle or anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a revival type movie of the show or if it's going to be that movie redone made for TV. I don't know. So mm. yeah, cause I don't think it's getting theatrical release, but it's going to get a movie on, uh, Splat. Is that the name of the, yeah, Splat is the name mm. of their nineties, uh, block. So yeah. So that's cool. So are they, they movies for like, I guess all uh, 90s Rocco's Modern Life we're gonna get a movie for? It's possible. I would love it. I would, I would, love, I would love to see Rocco. Re- I don't know what else you do. Like, I don't know. Like, Rocco's such a product of its time. You oh, know? absolutely, I, yeah. Like, uh, well, you could have a, a little bit more of a mature Rocco. I mean, I know nowadays it's like that type of humor is, like, frowned upon, I guess, or not funny, well, stupid humor, but... It, I would also argue a lot of stupid humor thrives to, in today's society as it, well. So it would be funny to see him upgrade, like because the whole point of modern life is like it would always like be tackled on. He gets a new big TV, mm-hmm. or he has to go work at this big corporation, or yeah, it's just like the mo- you know modern life type of deal. So if they updated it and he got like a loft, yeah, and, like, had, to, and, like had to get an iPhone or something, like I mean, they could like because like, like the whole point was like making jokes on like you know, pop culture technology yeah. and stuff like that. So if he starts making iPhone jokes, like, yeah. and that would work, because yeah, that's, that's the what point. I'm they like, could also take a completely, like, because obviously this is marketed towards older people, like people who grew up in the 90s. Right, like, yeah, yeah. They could take a darker turn, like Rocco's midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just starts getting, like, really bitter oh about everything. You know? I really want to see Rocco's midlife crisis now. I'm down with Mount Rocco's midlife crisis. I'm down with that movie. Yeah, I, I would love to see Rocco's midlife crisis is the next movie. <laughs> Send your letters in. Yeah, so Nick. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Um, Great. Next bit of news uh, is Lauren Faust is off of Medusa. So oh. oh, wow. That is a big shame. Uh, I don't even know if Medusa's getting made now. Yeah, that was uh, like her baby, wasn't it? It was a big deal. Like, they, 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 they hired her on for that project. It was a project that was already in the works, and they were like, hey, Lauren Faust, you want to do this with us? And she came on, and apparently... Sony is just going through a bunch of crap right now, and just like Popeye and Gendy leaving Popeye, mm. uh, you know, like Lauren Faust is just like, yeah, they wanted to go a different direction, so I'm not on that project anymore, and I don't even know if it's getting made, so. Yeah, I mean, it's like almost, I don't know what the reason would be for, uh, I guess, her leaving, but like, if that's so creative uh, drive behind your movie, yeah, why would you want to get rid of it? Yeah, it would say, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, I feel like they're just, I don't know, like, I don't think they want to latch on to any kind of property, it seems. Like, except ones that are already, like, they they, they gave a chance with Hotel Transylvania because Adam Sandler was attached to yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, that was a decent movie. Yeah. And lo and behold, the sequel did really well. Still haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's <laughs> any good, but it did really well. Yeah. Um, But I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure the visuals are fantastic because it's Gendy. But... You know, uh, they. I remember Gendy mentioning specifically, and I mentioned this back in the Gendy episode. Like, like, yeah, we love you. We just don't like Popeye. Yeah. So like, did, like they just didn't want to do anything with Popeye. And I'm just like, why? Like, I like, I don't know. I just, well, it's like I, I, I can kind of understand it because 
When was the last time you heard any any young person clamoring about wanting to go read a Popeye comic or watch a Popeye movie? Or... Probably the Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, True. yeah. I mean, yeah. That was the last time Popeye was even remotely relevant, I guess you could say. But, I mean, it's I would I would argue it's not a matter of the, the, the character. Even though the character is what builds the fandom, it's a matter of how you manipulate the story. And the little short that you had shown me mm-hmm. with Popeye that Gindy had actually done, yeah. I liked it. The animation was good. I mean, granted, it's Popeye, so there's only so much, like, actual humor you can do. It's a lot of slapstick, really, is what it is. But, yeah. like, the animation's flawless, and I would argue that's a big attraction nowadays. In the day of, you know, having graphics cards that are outdoing games and whatnot, <laughs> you know, it's you got to have the... Uh, have good animation and right like you said Gindy's the man to do it yeah I mean you know I, I just uh, so it's it's weird that they just seem to be like they they grabbed a hold of all these creative people and now they're all leaving <laughs> these projects and the projects are getting cancelled so it's like what are you what are you making Sony they just like, wanted to just to try to they thought they could actually have them on and then they'd be the little laptops. They'd be like, nope, uh, if I don't get to do it my way, I don't want to do it at all. I mean, yeah, I mean that, that could be possible. But again, like, I think, like, because they, they, they're keeping Gendy on to do his own thing. Like, they're even talking about him doing Just Imagine or Imagine That or whatever it's going to be called. Uh, but, like, they didn't want to do Popeye because they just didn't want to do a Popeye movie. And I'm starting to think, like, do they just not want to do Medusa? Like, why would you bring her on? Maybe they're following the Nickelodeon model. (laughs) Just let everyone go. (laughs) Just let everybody go and let it all fade into nothingness. I don't know. It's bizarre. But, yeah, it's a big shame. Uh, You know, uh, Lauren Faust didn't slam them. She just said, yep, creative differences. We went separate ways. I don't know. So, Well, that speaks volumes of her character, I should say. You know, she could have said, like, they didn't let me do this or that or whatever, but she just decided to go ahead and, uh, you know, just say, well, it didn't work out, so. Yep, yep. There you go. Uh, The uh, next bit of news we've got is Adobe renames Flash. Uh, oh, yeah! Like the program itself, they no, are this comic book character. They are written out. <laughs> and Adobe's like, this is his name, yeah. Quickie McQuick Pants. <laughs> yeah. That's a horrible name, Adobe. Why would you even it's suggest that? Pretty bad. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's like the Flash Player or even the animation program. Yeah, no, but yes, it is the, the Flash animation program will be renamed to Animate CC. Uh, in uh, about, I guess this is like their their attempt to like. Because everybody's saying Flash is dead, Flash is dead, Flash is dead, which it's not. Like, Flash <laughs> as a web application is dead. Yes. Nobody uses a web application more. But as an animation program, it's very much used. And <laughs> now they've got... But but here's the big deal, is that Flash Animate, or Animate CC will now be able to export into HTML5. Ooh. That's a huge deal because that's what everybody's adapting to anyway. Yep. They're going into they're going into HTML5 rather than. But do we need to have a new stuff. name? I, I guess you know it, it's. Uh, I guess it is kind of in a way new hardware or software or whatever it is. I think because there's so much negative uh, press on Flash right now, I mm-hmm. think they figured, hey, it's pretty important that we just rename it <laughs> like be yeah. done with it and move on so I guess that is true you know so, so in 20, 2016 I believe in January of 2016 it will be renamed Animate CC so I'll be getting that because I have the cloud so yeah, yeah. like uh, but yeah um, th- th- that was interesting to me just because like uh, I-, I like that they're f- I kind of like that Adobe's fighting back a little bit from the whole Flash is dead thing uh, there's a bu- there's a whole video out of what like the new stuff that they have on it 
Uh, go check it out if you're interested in animation and stuff, because it's, uh, it's pretty intriguing to see, like, all the changes they're doing and uh, all the different exporting abilities they're giving it, so... Uh, I'm super stoked about it, and uh, I'm happy that they're still fighting it in the game because mm. you don't want to don't want to just have like one animation program like that's not never good you know want want them all competing in a, yeah you want a nice little thing you can select from competition is always good uh, not just for consumer but I would also argue for the businesses themselves yep yep makes you think on your feet yep. everyone using the same program it tends to kind of muddy it down yeah yeah you know it's like if everybody's just using Toon Boom then what does Toon Boom have to do to uh, improve? Yeah. If you want to do that, you're going to have to come yeah. through us. Yeah, so there you go. But uh, that's, uh, that's it for that. Uh, the Long Live the Royals miniseries. Uh, I want to talk about that. That aired last week, uh, which was a it was a, uh, a miniseries created by co-creator of, or maybe just co-writer, I'm not sure, of Regular Show. Because J.G. Quintel did regular show, mm -hmm. and the co-creator was Sean Seelys? 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 I should know. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's spelled S-Z-E-L-S. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but it's, uh, I don't even know what, I don't even know what, like, district that's from. Like, I don't even, like. French, maybe? I mean, even even that doesn't sound right. German? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, but he created this little mini-series called Long Live the Royals. There was a pilot that aired on uh, Cartoon Network.com a little while ago uh, that I watched. It was pretty funny. But this Long Live the Royals series is actually pretty great. Uh, it's got great voice acting in it. Um, Alfred Molina shows up in it, which is pretty freaking cool. Hmm. You'll remember him as Doc Ock from <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it just it, like he he's been working a lot as a voice actor recently, and I now recognize his voice. I'm like, oh, that's out from Lena. <laughs> so, uh, I, I recommend people go watch it because it actually does have like a good like it, it's very regular show and it's in its approach. So if you like regular show, it's definitely for you. But it has like a continuation type deal for each episode. So huh. it's like like you think this episode ends and then something like suddenly happens and it's like oh <laughs> like and then we're going to the next episode so it's pretty funny so like they're very episodic until like the last like one minute <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive uh but yeah uh i liked it go check it out um i don't know if they're still airing it anywhere maybe on maybe on cartoonnetwork.com i don't know i mean uh, you'd be surprised what you can find just putting in yeah season one of uh yeah. Of uh, anything, actually. That's how actually I found, or I refound out about how to watch season two of Steven Universe. Yeah. Because I, I was like, season two of Steven Universe said Kiss Cartoon. I was like, Brandon recommended me to go to that website. I, I, I recommended no such thing on this, <laughs> on this podcast. I do not recommend piracy or streaming sites. Well, that's whatsoever. true. That's, uh, it wasn't, doesn't happen. It was a Brandon, <laughs> that's right, it was Brandon Smith. Something, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you got to talk to him about that. Uh, it's not, bad news it bears, not man. good to, to recommend those things. No, no. Uh, the only time I really recommend people, you, I, I always recommend people try and find the legitimate way to, to, to watch them. Sure. But if there is no legitimate way to watch them, I will recommend a streaming site or a torrent or yeah. YouTube because there are some shows out hey, there where there is nothing. Steven so. Universe, put your put your, put your your stuff out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah. I'll buy it. Or get Until Hulu. then, I'm going to Kiss Cartoon. I'm yeah. sorry. Work for Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> or, or get Hulu on the ball because they're still oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're still like five, they're still like 20 episodes behind. They're so. only on, they just put all season one up there. Oh. They just finished that the, the 50, 52 episodes, but they don't have any of season two on there. That's so. like a year ago. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Come on, guys. It's ridiculous. But anyway, 
Um, so yeah, um, Long Live the Royals. I'm sure if you type it on Hulu, it might be on there if you have a Hulu account because they typically air a lot of the Cartoon Network stuff. I know what I'm doing when I get home. It's, it's, <laughs> it's where I watch Samurai Jack before watching this to get mm-hmm. re, just to re, 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 reestablish for it. So there you go. And that's it for the news. And we are moving on to our topic of the day. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's rough on that sore throat. It is. It is rough on that sore throat. Yeah. make the noise. Uh, Samurai Jack. Guys, as we all know, the biggest piece of news. Oh, I know man. the news is over. Yeah, but let's talk about it anyways. <laughs> we're going to talk about why we're doing this. The biggest piece of news is the fact that Samurai Jack is returning in 2016 Yay! to Adult Swim with director Gendy Tartakovsky uh, on hand. Yes. Crazy, 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 crazy. I didn't think that we were going to be... I, I had no intentions of doing this episode. This is, you know... This was a last-minute type deal. Uh, I had no idea that this... This is... Came out of nowhere. Because like, we, yep. did the, we did the Gendy episode, and even then we were talking like, Hey, yeah, it'd be cool if yeah. like, some more stuff came out of it. And he said he always wanted to go back to it. And lo and behold, lo and behold. out of nowhere, like Adult Swim just releases like a six-second trailer... Teaser of Samurai Jack returning, which is just like an just a shot of Aku's head and Samurai Jack in full armor. With yeah. Him. Well, I was curious. Really like, interesting. How he's got like the horns and stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm like, is he under Aku's control or something? I don't know, but it was just nah, like I, I like I feel the way I the way I interpreted it is like Jack has gotten serious and like he's he not only has his mystic life sword or whatever you want to call it, but he's hunted down like. Some type of armor, perhaps, to like yeah. increase his strength. Because I mean, pretty much all throughout Samurai Jack, I mean, obviously the entire thing is he's trying to find a way back to the past, so that way he can defeat a much weaker Aku. Got to but, get um, back to the past. Back to the past, back Samurai back. Jack. Back to the past. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, along the way, he tends to learn certain traits about, you know, jump good, you know? Yes, that was an amazing That episode. was a great episode, yeah. We'll get into the individual episodes for sure. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Oh, we got, I don't so, know if yeah. we got time to cover them all. There's a no, lot no, of no, great no. ones. No, we'll get into certain individual episodes. Ah, okay, okay. But, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, uh, so I'm, I'm super stoked about it. I can't, I couldn't believe that that was a thing. Uh, I, I thought I was being pranked when I first <laughs> saw it, and, uh. Everyone first is nowhere near here. This is the real deal. It, it, it was interesting. It's uh, an early Christmas gift. Yes, it, it was a very early Christmas gift. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> I, I was super stoked to hear it, and I can't wait. Uh, so, what we're doing today, in honor of that, is we're talking about the original series and why it was as good as it was. Um, what what was it about Samurai Jack that was uh, that was so good? To, you know, but I mean, when did this thing air? Like, when did it first air? I, I want to say it was like ninety nine to. Ended, I thought it ended in two thousand four. Yeah, so I thought it. So I would say two thousand. So I would say like ni- 99, 99, 2000, 2000 Yeah, somewhere around there. I, I feel like it would be like something of the nineties. Yeah, but um, no, on August tenth, two thousand one. So oh. wow, right at the turn yeah. of the millennium. Ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> close, close. Right Horseshoes. Okay, it counts. <laughs> four four seasons of fifty two episodes. Um, I didn't think it was that few episodes, but that many seasons. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's thirteen per per season. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, there you go. See, for some reason, like uh, in my head, for like the for 
don't know. Like I, I, I for some reason thought these were fifteen minute episodes. Yeah, me too. Uh, like, and I, going back and watching, I realized, oh no, these are all thirty minutes, full, full half hour, full half hour, yeah, full twenty two minute episodes. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, but um, well, I guess today, you know, we got so many, so many great shows. Steven Universe, Adult Swim, uh, I'm sorry, Steven Universe and Adventure Time and regular show. All of them are fifteen minute uh, uh, episodes. So, yeah. you know, we have. Uh, I guess we're just so used to it, but. Um, no, you said what what made this show so great, specifically for me, I should say, and this is just my personal opinion. Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of anything that has to do with the Orient, whether right. it's uh, ninjas, right. samurai, uh, just the ancient mythology, whatever it may be. And so the fact that you have this guy who is, has this mystical sword and has to feed a demon, but then the demon throws him into the future, and he has to fight robots and stuff like that, like... How could you not? How could you be a teenage boy and not love the concept of this of this yeah. show? You know, even with like I said, even taking out of the consideration that I'm a huge fan of like the Orient and everything like that. Like I said, but that coupled with Gindy's amazing animation, mm-hmm. I mean, you you do see it progress progressively get better. I was watching, um, you know, f- like for some reason in my mind, uh, the first two seasons I can almost tell you every single episode of both seasons right but seasons three and four i, I tend to lack a lot of like right. my knowledge and whatnot so i was trying to watch some of that stuff and like it the animation gets smoother mm-hmm. it gets like the fight scenes yeah. are just so like oh my god i want to talk about so much stuff <laughs> right there's so many great things about that right yeah. back. uh for me what it was was just uh i've always liked simplistic styles uh just the fact that like Really, nothing is even outlined in black. Yeah, in yeah. this thing, it's like things are colored black, and things that are black have a black outline. But any specific piece of clothing or skin is always a gray line, a peach line, mm-hmm. or something closer to that color. Uh, very interesting the way that works. Yeah. I really think the only black lines are like black lines used are on his eyes and nose. Yeah, because they always do the the yeah, close up. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, the, the, the samurai the scowl letterbox yeah. scowl. Yeah, it's just like there's so much about it. And I love the simplistic style. Every episode is kind of like a separate painting. Like he's like he takes a design choice. Uh, like we were talking about the archers uh, yeah. before we started going on the, the three blind archers. They're very specific looking. They have jackal like faces. Yeah. And, but their noses come out to an arrow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, they're archers, get it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But this the big, white, blind mm-hmm. eyes. So it just, like, the very specific designs for these characters. Well, I, like the, the, a, like, you know, real tough mouse, I guess you could say, just shooting right. arrows and whatnot, because they have the rounded off ears yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Right. And like you said, the nose comes to a point and whatnot. But yeah, all the characters, bad or good, they all had a very unique. Uh, design like I really like I I don't I guess I don't want to quote saying this but I really do feel like there was no two same characters at least one that actually had lines you know maybe like background characters there might be some similar ones right but as far as like um like the episode where um the the DJ is mind controlling all the children and right whatnot, yeah yeah the the father like he was such a unique looking character but mm-hmm. you never saw him replicated at least that I could, like I said that I could see um, throughout the entire series so I I love that devotion to like everyone's unique everyone has their own style mm-hmm. and so on and so forth no one's you know just 
different sh- colors of of the same shapes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Levon, what do you like about it? Well, definitely the thing for me was just the overall epicness of everything. Right. Like, it starts out the four-part episode, yeah. which and they did an entire two-hour-long premiere for it, which had not really, to my knowledge, been done at the time. Of like, here's yeah. the first episode, two hours long, deal with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, here's the thing. And, <laughs> like, and that ends in like that really... Like, for a kid show, it was graphic when he's yeah. slicing the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. scarab beetles and, like, he's getting covered in oil, which you can tell that was meant to be blood. Oh, yeah. Blood. Yeah, exactly. It even splashes on his eyes. And well, and, like, even the scarab that, beetles at one point in time are looking at him and they start, like, it, backing up a yeah. little bit when he's covered in oil. Well, it's so awesome. It's just, like, that whole episode, like, it's a full half-hour episode. I just watched these. Yeah, it's a full half-hour episode of him taking these things out. And it's fantastic, you know, just... Uh, but yeah, it's just like there's just something so, like, what a way to introduce this character. Like, you know, like again, yeah, the the way they just deal in in just episodic epicness. You know, just like every every episode is just like just a big thunderous boom at the end. There's always like this huge, you know, the plot of it. They even say that in the intro. Mm-hmm. But it's just like everything feels like so built up and just there's high stakes, high yeah. high stakes. He mm-hmm. might not even be getting anywhere near towards something that might yeah. take him to the past, but just yeah. there, everything's just laid yeah. out and just amped up. Yeah, it's and intense. he and he loses too. Yes, in episode, I love he, that. He doesn't get he doesn't get the thing that he needs to get back to the past. He has to destroy the thing that he needs to get back oh to the my, past. Yes, he has to abandon places that mm-hmm. like he can't that he help other people to. get the, to the things that he would need. Yeah, it just like sacrifices his own needs to help somebody else, and it's just like ah, yeah, and so like. So there's actual legitimate, you know, risk in what's going on because he has lost. Uh, yeah, it just, it's so, it's so good at setting that tone of, of this is a journey, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna be on this whole thing for a long time. So, and we're, we're, we're going to experience it with him and we're finally gonna get a finish. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm I think, as, as Gindy came out and said that he has an ending come oh, out. he's, he's wanted to end this thing. He had the movie plotted out. He knows exactly how to end this series. Okay. Apparently. The thing I'm, he's getting... known forever. So, but are we, are we, are we just getting one season? Is he gonna I, try to stretch it out? I have no idea. Like, oh I, man, I'll, I don't want I'll, just one season. I no, want no. more. If he ends it, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's, if he does it, and it's 13 episodes, and it's an ending. At least it's like, it's kind of like when Futurama got brought back. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like oh, I feel like that show didn't really have its ending. And then when it ended again, it was like, all right. Closure. It, it can go on its way now. Like, yeah. I feel like now it's had its run. So we can remember it fondly now. We don't want it to turn into Simpsons to where we just don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. I am curious, with it being on Adult Swim, in what kind of direction they're going to take with this. Right. I would love to see, like, with the new redesign, if it gets a little darker or something, maybe, like, Afro Samurai. I right. think it'd fit really well. I, I, I feel I like... Afro, Afro is, like, bloody, bloody. Right. But then again, yeah. so is Super Jail. So I, was I, say, <laughs> I was about to say, Super Jail is on Adult Swim as well. Um, I, I feel like it being on Adult Swim means it is going to get more more intense. Um, I don't know if it'll be specifically gory, but it'll definitely be more intense. Like, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, they can get away with whatever they want in Adult Swim. It doesn't matter. So, That's true. You know, they, they can do whatever they want. It's, uh, they've proven that 
Um, what if we're gonna get away from robots and you know now he's gonna really fight like he's gonna a actually seven foot gorilla or right, you know yeah. whatever it may be you know I want to see the Scotsman come back oh yeah gotta come oh back. he is coming back easily Scotsman's got to come back he's one of the only repeating characters he's well and also it's so good I love the Scotsman it's, uh, uh, yep Joe yep John John DiMaggio John DiMaggio I'm sorry that's a baseball <laughs> Joe, player yeah. Joe DiMaggio Joe DiMaggio is a baseball player <laughs> one of the greatest of all time <laughs> <laughs> little known fact. He does voice acting. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I know. Probably one of my favorite jokes of all time. I was going to tell this joke now. Uh, <laughs> guy goes into guy goes into a into an entertainment entertainment manager's office and uh, says, "Got the greatest act for all. Got the greatest act of all time." It's like, "All right, what's the act? This dog, you can talk." It's like, "All right, well, let's hear him talk." It's like, "What goes on top of a house? Roof." See, he said roof. Okay. <laughs> is sand or smooth? Is, is sand smooth or rough? Rough. See, he said rough. <laughs> like, who's the greatest baseball player of all time? Roof. See, he said roof. And they kick him, and the guy's like, that's ridiculous. He kicks him out of the office, and then as they're leaving, the dog looks up and says, maybe I should have said Dimaggio? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Love it. But anyway, uh, so yeah, John Dimaggio plays uh, the Scotsman. <laughs> I would love to see the Scotsman come back. Um, I feel like he's got to. Obviously, uh, Aku will come back. Um, oh, yeah. You know that that's that's an obvious thing. Unfortunately, not gonna get Mako. That's true. We will address that soon. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. It's just like that's that's the thing about it is what's really interesting about the show is there were only two characters really, mm-hmm. apart from the Scotsman who was in maybe three episodes. Yeah, uh, I yeah, there's several. There's nobody in this series that is in more than. I think the Scotsman's the only repeat character. Yeah. Like, I, I, I couldn't like I I take it back. I think the dogs might show up in a later episode. I, I want to say they show up later on. Dogs. The dogs from season one, the the first episode. Oh, oh the, the wow. talking dogs, where it's like, oh, it was Jack. Oh yeah, yes. and that's why he's fighting all the robots. Well, so. and also, um, I know at least for a fact that his uh, the uh, tra- one of the trainers he had, the African trainer, because there's a whole episode of when young Jack. It's right. in Africa. Cause in the oh, way, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because one it? of the first episodes you see is him going through and seeing all these different mm-hmm. teachers and whatnot. One of them's some guy from Africa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I, I, what was it, season three, um, you have that ep- whole episode of Jack growing, yeah. or like kind of just training in Africa and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Training, training with the chieftain's son and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. If I remember right, Gendy wanted more episodes of that. Of yeah. Of going back. I would because, love to see all that. I mean, like, I guess yeah. he, I guess he could do it now. But yeah, I want to see like um, I don't know uh, in the Middle East or whatever because it right. seemed, seemed like he was coming from the Middle East, going into Africa or yeah. whatever. So yeah. the, the the way it came is just it was really interesting the way they did that whole thing because it it helped in acclimating him to all the alien stuff in the future. Yeah, because at a very young age. He's get, he gets flung out of his out of his. You he know, gets on a, goes on a world tour. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. Basically, he goes on a on a Japanese junk ship and he gets taken over to you know an Arab land and learns how to ride a horse and mm-hmm. you know and do all that stuff. Then they ride over to an African village and he learns how to fight with a fight, fight with, with a bow staff with and a bow stuff staff like and hunt and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then he moves on, trains with Shaolin monks. That was amazing. Yeah. And then he trains like spear hunting with Mongolians. Yeah. And it's just like it's nuts. Yeah. You know? 
There's even a Mongolian episode, or not a Mongo- uh, monk, Shaolin monk episode. I know that I have seen yeah. the Shaolin monk episode. That yeah. was pretty good too. Where he starts fighting a couple of Shaolin monks. They're like, he knows our style. Yeah. And it's like, and they start because uh, oh, like, we uh, trained under the same master. Yeah, very interesting. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not the same master. He'd be dead. Well, yeah, that's but true. yeah, the same same, same style, school. I guess. That's the true, same yeah. school. So. I do, I do, I tend to forget there are literally hundreds of years. Oh yeah, in yeah. between like thousands. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I guess it is thousands of years. Yeah, jeez. Oh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long time. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's uh, as they say, he's a living fossil. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the dog actually I calculated how old he was, and this is how they get away from actual doing dates. Is that he's uh, he's as old as he is is twenty five uh, B A twenty five before, before Aku, Aku yeah. twenty five years before Aku enslaved the earth. Yeah, like that's I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not really a time frame, but I guess it is. Yeah. I love but, that those dogs are such a nod to, and like, unapologetically Peabody and Sherman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, entirely, yeah. It's just like that. Yeah, he he looks exactly like Peabody. Oh, Rafi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, just the, the, the stories this show tells, they're all sort of isolated, but they all tell like the same type of, you know, it, 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 it's not overblown every time, but it's always just like tales of, of him helping people out on his way. And it's kind of like, kind of sub... It's kind of like a subplot of him like defeating Aku in little bits as mm-hmm. he goes along. Uh, so, what are some of the best favorite episodes you guys have? I'm curious about that because I, w- I want to go last because one of my oh, sure. one of my favorite episodes is kind of you know big. I guess you could say. <laughs> so, Levon, you want to go ahead? Uh, well, in true fashion, I do have a few. So I feel like there's a term for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope, no term for that. No, no term. <laughs> we retired that term <laughs> because I said episodes. So, <laughs> so it's okay. True, so, true. Uh, definitely the three blind archers. That's yes. That's such an iconic one, and just for me, what really seals the deal, what's so memorable about that, is that scene when he plunges the sword into the well and yeah. it just erupts and it explodes into the yeah, sky, yeah. and that like. That huge contrast of very, very pastel blue, white, and then just yeah. pure black, black all across the screen is yeah. just, it's so, like we said, it's just epic. Very, very, yeah, it was, it was it, it's just one of those, like, tragic episodes again, because, you know, he, he wins, he defeats it, he beats the archers, and they're even released from their curse, because it turns out they were cursed by the well, but they even, they even stop him, it's like, like, it's kind of a monkey paws thing, man, you can't. Like, it'll yep. give you what you want, but it'll probably be corrupted, and so he's just, like, and it's a great scene where, like, he, like, sits there, and he, like, he, like, fights it, like, and then he wishes the well to be destroyed, so it was just, like, all right, cool. And yeah. kind of in that same vein, yeah. like, in that epicness of just, like, the contrast, when they have the entire screen go black, and it slowly shows what he's focusing in on, and that's the yeah. only thing of color. Oh, yeah, that was really cool, yeah. Because he, he would slowly start to see, like, a deer scraping through the woods and then eating something. And then he'd slowly see the river start to come through. And, ah, oh, it was so cool. Yeah. Very, very awesome stuff. But, it's, uh, like, it's like Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, second episode, I would say, would be just because it kind of gets that tonal shift. Because you can't have nothing but brooding. Honestly, <laughs> get on, like, this really weird downtrodden kind of series. When he tries to get his shoes because they get broken. Yes. It's so oh, simple yeah. Dude, and funny. Yeah. And just, 
Oh yeah, it's he's just, just a, looking for a cobbler. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, like, forever he's just you know he's trying on different shoes, and some are like making his abilities too powerful. Like one like makes him jump so high, he's like because they're like Air Jordans or something yeah, like that. With the pumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. And then he wants, he's like wearing disco shoes that have like goldfish on them. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's very strange, but oh, yeah. no, that's a very good episode. I I, I, like I vividly one. remember that one. Yeah, he gets the uh, the shoes that look similar to his, but they have a blade at the foot, and then like everyone's like, "Oh, you go, girl!" And he's <laughs> like, "I can't wear these." <laughs> I can't wear these. Oh yeah, it, that 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 is a good episode. I like that one a lot. And yeah. uh, oh. just my third would probably be. I mean, I'm sure it's going to take a few, but. The Scotsman, man. His oh, yeah. intro. Oh. Just because yeah. I love that whole realization when he's like, You hate our coup? I hate our coup too! <laughs> oh, yeah. Just the, 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 the stark contrast of their personalities. Oh, Meeting yeah. on that bridge of just like, like there's no compromise in this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Jack, is, Jack is just like, Look, all right, I'll, I'll step aside. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh, so you can push me off, eh? And I was like, No. And I was like, I'll. I'll hang from the plank so you can look at me, get me killed. And like, what? <laughs> what do you and want? It's just like there's just like no way to get away from this fight because he just wants to fight. Even the difference in their fighting styles. Like he's very fast and loud. Yeah. Jack only has a sword. He has a machine gun leg. Yeah. <laughs> Before Planet Terror. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Take that, Rodriguez. <laughs> I would argue that Jack's fighting style is very Batman, whereas mm. uh, Scotsman's fighting style is very Green Lantern. Yeah. It is like yep. loud and in your face oh, yeah. and. He's like letting you know what he's doing before he's very, he does it. But he's very Wolverine. Yes, yes. yeah, very, very berserker and whatnot. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Yeah, the Scotsman's and uh, another decent. Well, actually, all the episodes of the Scotsman are really good. Yeah, when he goes to find his wife. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good one as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, my favorite is just like the my favorite part of the wife one is just like the 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 reveal of her and like she's just like this giant yeah. you know like trollish woman and like it's just like and it's like ding 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 and like zooms in on her face and then it does the same music on Jack's face who's like horrified <laughs> and that's the Scotsman who just has like this puppy dog eyes like just like in love like at first sight it's hilarious oh man but yeah uh, my favorite episodes uh, I would have to go to um I mentioned I mentioned on the Gendy episode as well, but uh, uh, the uh, Jack in the Mountain is one of my mm. favorite episodes. I absolutely love that one. Uh, it's where he basically uh, just runs into these three monks. Oh yes, and they're like, oh my gosh, the, that is such a great episode. They're basic. They're very silent, but they're just like, we're gonna go climb this mountain. Yeah, bye. <laughs> and like, they're very passive towards him. Yeah, but he's just like, all right. It's like, why are you gonna climb that? It's like, it's like a great treasure lies at the top. You know, it's like. Alright, well I will accompany you. Yeah, I will check this out. And he does it like he doesn't do it in a he's not doing it in a an arrogant way, but he's like he's like very like, oh I need to protect these guys. Yeah. Clearly. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Like they don't even have weapons, they they're not equipped to climb this sort of thing, so I'll I'll accompany them. I mean, it's like he's he's doing it like in the good but there's a bit of arrogance behind it, you know, and like you kinda get that feeling. Because, like the monks, like they're just like you know, they're just like collecting these little rocks. Yeah, no, those you know, are like, and he's like, "All right, you guys collect your rocks. I'll fight the goat man." Yeah, I hope I have this army of goat men over it's here. It's like you guys do that thing, and so he like takes all, you know, fights all them, and, uh, and he has to fight this giant like ice troll yeah, or whatever. This giant it is. like rock demon and an ice troll, and he's just getting the crap kicked out of him at yeah. every level of this thing. And uh, you just kind of, as it progresses, you kind of realize that the monks are just sort of like a spiritual representation and they're teaching him 
like not to give up and not to forget what you're questing for. Yes. It's like this mountain is just sort of like a it's like a training ground for warriors and it's so cool. Yeah. Like cuz you know, it just like it, it just has has him flash back to, you know, what's happening in the past and like his parents being enslaved and it's like you want to give up? You know, yeah. it's like this is what this you, is what's gonna happen. This is what happens if you give up. And he's like, "No, I will not give up." Yeah, gets to the top, and it's great. Um, another of my favorite episodes is uh, I think it's called the duel, or maybe it's just like Jack versus Aku. I'm not sure, but it's literally it's a very comedic episode because it starts off mm. with uh, Aku just pissed off because nobody's beating Jack. Yes, and so he orders a pizza. Which, you know, it's just like it's just like, I'd like to place an order. <laughs> like what? Like and uh, but then he's just like, eh. it's like all right, if you're gonna do this, go do it yourself. So he just shows up, and it's one of my favorite scenes. Is just see he shows up, samurai fool, and then Jack like swipes at him, and he's like, and he's like, wait, <laughs> like I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna slash him with the sword. I'm gonna give up and I'm gonna just turn into a bird and fly away. Try say something like, I'll, I'll get you, Samurai. <laughs> it's like, and then I'm gonna do it again and it's all gonna start over. And it's like and he's like, Your trigger will not your trigger will not work. And he does it, and then he goes, I'll get you next time. <laughs> and then he's pops back up and he goes, See? Yeah. <laughs> like, Told you. He's like, So he sits down and he's like, Let's just have a duel. That's all we're gonna do, we're gonna have a duel, you versus me. Finish this, you know. Yeah. So then, like he's fine. And so like Jack's like, all right, but under three conditions, and he's like, three conditions. He's like, like once you show up in human form, no supernatural powers, you know. And I forget what the third one was, but yeah. you know, it's just like no weapons, like, maybe. Yeah, it's like no weapons. No, yeah, you can't use your sword. That was yeah, so no weapons. So it's, like, it's no weapons. No, none of your minions. That was the other one. Ah, none of your okay. minions. No, show up in human form. No supernatural powers, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. So and they they end up and they just start fighting and of course Aku cheats. Of course, but you know it, it's just a it's a fun episode. Like Levon said, it's nice to to change up the tempo. Yeah, it's, it is like you said. Very in that episode, one of my favorite parts is when they're warming up. Jackson yeah. over in the background doing all the stretches right, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And Aku like slowly looks at him. He's like kind of had that look on his face. Like maybe I should do this. So he like. Starts to bend to one side, and yeah. hears pop, pop, snap, snap, pop, 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 pop. And, like, yeah, it's like, he, you can obviously tell he hasn't done anything in a very long time. Yeah, so. in any sort of human interaction that he's had. You know, he even, like, shapeshifts into, like, this big muscular body. Yeah. But it's like, he's still in human form. Yeah. So he has something he hasn't do. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, other than that, I've... I like the episode where he fights his own rage. That's a really good. Is one. that the one oh, where? Oh yeah, that was amazing. That's the one where you have like uh, Dark Jack, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because it's like all these bounty hunters are coming after him with a cameo by Huntor from Dial M for Monkey. From really? Uh, oh yeah, Black. I always Hunt- wondered if that was a, supposed yeah. to be that. Yeah, Huntor shows up on on, on his giant uh, freaking elephant character, but yeah. <laughs> He doesn't say anything, but it's definitely him. And I was like, "Oh, it's Huntor." <laughs> like, so anyway, so they, um, yeah. So all these like all these bounty hunters are coming after him, and he just like it's it's really great because like he's very calm at the beginning of the episode, and then he starts taking these guys out, and he just gets angrier and angrier until finally he's just screaming and just taking all these guys out, and they're just all done, and he's just like. <sighs> And he calms down again, and then he takes one step, and the and the snap on his sandal snaps <laughs> off, and it's yeah. just like, and then he just loses his freaking cool, yeah. <laughs> and then he throws the sandal, and then from the sandal, like you know, Aku makes his rage appear in in a form. And what's really good is just like he's obviously different, 
You know, like, because, like, you know, he's got, like, the black and red uh, robe. Yeah, the, the black and red gi, and he's got a, he's got a black-bladed sword, mm-hmm. and he, he looks different, but as they fight, uh, like, everything becomes gray, the flames are coming. They both get their hair. Their hair is all yeah. out, and they look exactly the same. Yeah. So it's just like he's engulfed in his own rage, and there's no way to tell them apart. Even the audience can't tell. Yeah, because all it's just kind like, of It's like, that's awesome. And then finally, you know, he, he gets it, and he calms down, and then the guy is, you know, he's got nothing to do, because there's no rage in him now. That's symbolism, too, when he just, like, he puts his hair back normal, Right, yeah, yeah. And then that was, like, the final straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just really good. There's a lot of, like, very deep... Uh, uh, meanings throughout Jack, Samurai Jack's. Uh, uh... Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool, and yeah, and it just it, it's it's like depth with simplicity. You know, yeah. it's it's just so good because like you just like yeah, like you you can tell that story like blatantly by telling it, but it's such a visual show. There's hardly ever lines spoken in this thing. Yeah, yep. if it's not like. Really, like the first episode, there's like seven lines yeah. of dialogue. It's mostly just him visually training in all of these places, and that's it. The only that's person that really says anything is Aku, yeah, and then Jack's dad, yeah, and that's it. That's about it. That's yeah. it. I think it's, one, of, one of the episodes that had the most dialogue was when the kids are telling stories of Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the tales. Of, yeah, the tales of Jack. Yeah, it just like it, it, it. You later on, like you know, there there was some dialogue here and there, but it's just. When the action occurs and when the plot happens, no one's explaining, like, oh, if he... You know, they didn't say, like, oh, now, you see, you can't tell the difference between the two of them. He's being engulfed by his own rage. It's never said. It's yeah. like you just visually understand that. You just see you know? it. Brilliantly done. Mitch, you want to go last. Oh, man, there's just so many. You guys named a couple of them, I, I know. But don't worry, I got plenty of favorite Samurai <laughs> Jack episodes. One of my favorite ones, and I actually watched it again before I came over here... It's a season four episode. It is the, I don't know what it's called. I just call it the Shinobi episode. And it's the one where uh, Aku gets, uh, like, the Shadow Warrior. Yeah. And, like, in the very beginning, it's like, the, it looks like he's infiltrating a, a temple. Yeah. And then inside the temple, you have Jack, who's praying. And, of course, he's sneaking up on him. And then, finally, he brings as a sword. And it's a robotic Jack. And then yeah. Aku's like, you're worthy enough to take on uh, the samurai. Go after him now. Yes. And... There's this like, epic battle between mm-hmm. the two of them. Well, first off, he saves a village, of course, from robot crabs. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, but no, then they go into this other temple from this town. Yeah. And, like, Jack is like, oh, Shinobi, uh, you use the darkness for your weapon. I was trained in that art, too, yeah. except I know the light. Yeah. And then he turns his gi inside out and yeah. then makes a Shinobi outfit yes. that's all white. Mm-hmm. And then there's this... Wonderful, so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful! That, I think that's what I love so much about this episode is that fight scene when you have the shadows and the light. Yeah, pure and, black and pure white. Yeah, in this temple, and the shinobi disappears in the black, and Jack disappears in the light, mm-hmm. and they kind of get the upper hand on each other. But you can kind of see like the sun setting, and so Jack is running out of light parts and like, but it's just the just the. The contrast between good and evil, mm-hmm. light and dark, it was just such a beautiful episode. It's always stuck in my mind. I just thought it was so wonderful. Agreed. It's absolutely fantastic, that episode. I, I loved it. So I think that's one thing that really this show lends itself to is that color contrast. Yeah, very mm-hmm. much so. Because every episode is done like a, like a painting. Yes. Like, it's just like, it's like... What's the art design for this episode going to be? <laughs> yeah. And then they just they they ramp that up. 
It's like because it's always taking place in one area, you know. So we like what's going to be the crazy? And they always they, they they always introduce it with like pomp and circumstance, like whatever it's going to be. Like that episode of like Basket Ninja Robots, yeah. That like are de- oh wow, yeah. they're, they're just like decimating yeah. like, everything, and they're like powered by Aku's, you know, like black magic and stuff. But like they they just sh- they showed each one of their powers like over and over and over, and they show it fervently that this one turns into like a ball of flame, and this one has a sword that's like Jack's sword. Mm-hmm. One has like debt cord, like yeah. shoots out of his chest, which is exploding rope, by the way. In case anybody doesn't know <laughs> what that is, but yeah, he just like shoots out exploding rope, and it's like this is awesome, and. and but they they show each one of those things like over and over before Jack even gets to the battle, you know. So you know what he's up against, and I don't know. It just every bit of design that goes into an episode or specific, you know, specificity that goes into these things, they always have to show it over and over. Mm-hmm. Like when the giant worm comes out of the lake, they have to show him. He comes out, and then like a a second thing comes up, and it comes out again, and it comes out again, and yeah. it's just like, oh, we're it's very large, yeah, it's yeah. a huge worm, yeah. So it's it, it, it I love that. So. Yeah, um, another one of my favorite episodes. We kind of dabbled in a little a little bit, but uh, um, uh, jump good episode. Jack yes. learns to jump good. Yes, <laughs> I, I just the whole thing about once again he has no intentions whatsoever, and it wasn't. Wasn't the guy who learned to jump good from these uh, uh, blue uh, gorillas, didn't he, uh, wasn't he trying to like steal food from Jack or something like that? Yeah, yeah he stole and then, food. Yeah, and then he, Jack could see how well he could jump. By the way, at the beginning of this episode, Aku was fighting Jack, and Aku would got just right out of Jack's uh, ability to reach him, and Aku was like taunting him, and so Jack kind of yeah. felt bad because he couldn't quite reach Aku or whatever. Yeah, but, the portal. He was like, he was, that's what it was. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's scene where he's like, oh, 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 almost had it right there. Go for it again. Uh, Aku's really funny though. I, I, I like it when they take. I love Aku when he's intimidating, but I like that they take Aku in like a comedic fashion. Yeah, he's kind of yeah, just having fun a little I don't know, bit. It's just like yeah, if he's like if he's ruled the world for this long, like you he's think he probably <laughs> probably would like like want to freaking yeah, like, just, just kind of toy around, toy around with something. But um, but no, this this, uh, this blue chimp or these blue chim- uh, gorillas, I guess they get uh, uh, I guess uh, bullied and food stolen by the red gorillas, and all they know how to do is just run and hide. And uh, so Jack, in exchange for them teaching him how to jump good, he teaches them how to fight, and of course he fights off the entire thing. But yeah, I just I I don't know. It, it was just a, such a great uh, episode. I mean, it really has. No canon whatsoever. It just once again shows, I guess, uh, Jack helping people and yep. you know doing what he does best. But yeah, well, with that, there's like this little duality at the end too. Mm-hmm. When you see like that, he's he's happy and proud to see them fending them off, but he, you also see like this look on his face where he's a little concerned, where he's like, they're getting really aggressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're actually probably kinda... shouldn't taught those monkeys how to fight with sticks. Yeah. That was a bad idea. But yeah, but then at the end, like you know, he tell like you know he basically tells him like. Don't ever come here again, and they yeah. launch them away, yep. so they don't kill them. And it's like, yeah, they yeah. did the right thing. You know? They learned their lesson. They, they did the right thing, you know. It's like so, but yeah. And then it ends in just like one of the best like comedy enders of an episode. It's yes, just, he's going for the portal again, and Aku shows up, and he's like, "Samurai fool, ha ha!" Once again, out of your ri- huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "When did you learn to fly?" And he goes, "Not fly." 
Jump good. <laughs> but um, my all-time, and it's actually two episodes, but I'm going to count it as one episode because it's an origin story. Mm-hmm. And it is the, I guess, I, I guess you could call it the origin uh, birth of Aku. Mm-hmm. Um, where in this, the first episode, it I just don't starts... think I've seen this one. Have you not seen it? I have not seen this one. Oh my gosh, there's, guys. A, there's a few episodes in like season three and four. It's season three. Seen. Oh, dude, you guys need to watch need, it. I need to watch it. Yeah. So let me tell you guys something. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> no, so uh, the episode opens up in outer space, and there's this massive black floating, like spiky looking cloud or whatever. And you do see these other guys show up eventually, but uh, all of a sudden, riding through the cosmos is what looks to be Ra, Odin, and um, I guess Shiva riding Ganesh. It's right. an it's an Indian person, right? But they're riding an elephant. Odin's of course riding a horse, but it's, you can tell it's Odin because there's a patch on the eye and he's got the horns and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Ra is you know it's Ra, but he's like. Yeah, he's Egyptian, but he's got the eagle head or the hawk's head and everything. Deities, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And um, they go up and they just start slashing away at this, this cloud. And the cloud's trying to attack them, but they're gods. So, you know, there's three of them. So they're easily overwhelming this uh, this cloud. But all of a sudden, like, Odin, like, slashes with one part. And this little thing starts flying away. And it looks like it's starting to dissolve. And then it stops. And then it just keeps floating away, floating away. And all this time, those three deities, they're they're focused in on taking out the, the main cluster of the cloud. But that one little thing's floating away. That eventually lands on Earth, which has then affected the Earth, and then has all that black goop that comes up or whatever. And that turns into Aku. Well, actually, a whole bunch of like trees shoot up out of the... Black trees shoot up out of the ground or whatever. Right. And then uh, farm animals start going missing. And so Jack's father, who is the leader of this city or whatever, this town, right. goes to investigate this with a bunch of warriors. He's the only one that's left. We, and he has to start fighting all these, uh, like, I guess the trees start popping up and lands disappearing. So he shoots, strange, he looks up at the sun, pulls his bow back, shoots an arrow up at the sun, which then, like, gets so close, lights on fire, and then comes back down to earth and lands right in the middle of all this goop or whatever, in which case... Big explosion, and all of a sudden, Aku appears from from that. Right. And he's like, you have freed me, thank you. And the, and Jack's dad just like, that was meant to destroy you. He was like, oh, well, you, like, he said something right there. He's right. like, kind of like, you messed up or something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, classic Aku. Right. I, lo- but, I, I love that, The I love the the arrow catching on fire close to the sun. That's such a... A Chinese, yes, like, Japanese folklore proverb type. Yeah, role. like that's something that a hero in like Japanese or yes. Chinese lore would do. I love that; it's fantastic. But then Aku shows up and he just runs over the village and starts destroying the village. Right. And Jack's father is chained to this tree for I want to say a while because when you cut the next episode, that's the end of the first episode. The next episode, Aku is just running rampant. There's nothing that can really stop him. And, like, Jack's father just slowly, like, starts drifting out or whatever and, like, I guess dying. And then all of a sudden, you sh- he, he wakes up and he's in outer space or whatever. And you see these three monks who are, um, not the monks from the mountain, though. They, they just, they look like Shaolin monks almost. Right. Um, they show up and they start to, like, kind of pull something out of Jack's father. And it's, the, it's like the light. And they all take hammers and they all start 
pounding on this oh, light. Wow. Yeah, that turns into uh, well, and they also have the the three deities, Ra, Odin, right. and uh, okay, uh, okay. S- See, they have that in an episode. Yeah, just like prior a flashback to, or like something. Prior to that, they have that in an episode where like somebody's forging the sword. Yeah, and there are these these silhouetted figures above it, like looking down. They're like as y- it's being. It's in the first episode. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to go back through. The, the that, first man. episode, it like shows them like forging the sword. Yeah, okay. but there's this yeah. wicked like thing where it's like because the the music they're playing and then the way that each one of the monks is like swinging one of the hammers and then the the gods in the background just like focusing their energy on it or whatever. It's just such a such a great scene or whatever. And um, I, I really really enjoyed just that little bit of uh, animation. But of course, after that, he gets the sword of. Whatever, sword of Eternia, and uh, <laughs> as he man, uh, that's the um, sword of power. <laughs> oh, sorry, but um, uh, he gets a sword, and very much like with Je- uh, uh, Chinese folklore, right. gets a cloud he can ride oh. back to Earth in this new shiny uh, samurai outfit, and uh, just starts whooping on Aku. Right. And of course, there's this epic battle where eventually Aku tries to take him on head to head, doesn't work. And then he infects, like, other dead soldiers and makes, like, an Aku army. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jack's father tears them all apart again, and he pretty much banishes Aku by, like, trapping him in the sword and then stabbing the sword in the ground, yeah. which then sprouts up the black tree, the tree yeah. that we see in episode one that he comes from after the black eclipse or whatever. Yep. But it was, it, that, that's pretty much the entire entirety of those two episodes, but it's such a, such a great, because it was like, Oh, so that's where Aku comes from. Still don't know what the black spiky cloud is or whatever. <laughs> but it was just a very interesting thing. And like I said, the whole forging of the sword was just so cool looking. Just the, the hmm. music and the animation. Highly so, recommend it. So he's some kind of cosmic evil. I don't think I ever saw that episode. So yeah, no, it, I, they, don't, they don't really. Maybe Gindy will touch a little bit more on it in the new uh, episodes that he'll be putting out. But as far as we know, Aku comes from this very dark... The cosmic cloud. I, I mean, that kind of makes sense. You know, I'm just like, that's really all you need. You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, like, okay, there's this big evil black cloud that all the gods are fighting. Yeah. He's a piece of that. Yeah, just a <laughs> sliver like, oh, of this thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for our talk about uh, Samurai Jack. It's all of our favorite episodes and moments, I would say. Love I mean, it. Fantastic! Oh, there's plenty more favorite there's episodes. But plenty we, more. We'll be here episodes. for like another yeah, yeah. hour, however long we've been going. <laughs> yeah, we, Lord. We, yeah, I, I can't. I can't suffer through that much more. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no. It, it's. Uh, I, I think it was a good talk, a good time. Uh, sadly, that's all we have time for. Oh. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> got we've got, we've yeah. got some time left. Uh, what I want to do is, uh, I might have a who would win, but first, I want to do the one that actually is. Pretty relevant to what's going on. I want to do a voice do-over. So oh, okay. Where we, re- where we recast someone, and this is one that needs to happen. Who's Aku? On oh, the man. new. I knew you were going to uh, say that. Who is Aku in the Samurai Jack reboot? Who is, what is, in coming in 2006, who's going to be Aku? Who would you cast as the great one, since Mako has sadly passed on? Um, now, there's... <laughs> There has not been a voice actor quite like Mako in quite some time. It's true. You want to, you don't want it to make the Ninja Turtle problem, which is vo- uh, casting a, I guess, white man or whatever for a <laughs> Japanese role. Well, we don't want Tony Shalhoub well, being Aku. Uh, we do have Phil Lamar as Jack. Well, okay, but that works <laughs> out. Jack, Phil Lamar does a, a I don't, damn good see, stoic he, samurai. Here's so. the thing. I've, I've never had a problem with that. 
Uh, if you can do a voice, you should be able to play whatever the heck you want. True. Because, like, you know, if you're an Asian dude, but you do a spot on Chris Rock, guess what? You're going to play Chris Rock. That, yes, that's fine, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want, like, I don't know, it, it almost felt like in the Ninja Turtles movie, Tony Shalhoub didn't even try to sound Japanese. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> well, I guess what I'm saying. He, he also wasn't just Japanese at all, he just, like, read a book. Yeah, that's true. I know that. It's like I am now Japanese because I read this book. Yeah, because I read this book on ninjutsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Somehow I'm a master at this so, stuff so too. Then, so then all of a sudden, like, like just because he read this book, he had this, you know, this this diatribe that you would only learn by watching movies or something. Like, yeah, it's just bizarre. When you could have easily just made him Hamato Yoshi, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks, Michael Bay. Anyway, oh man, you know that's a good question. I really, I, I cannot. I can't find that actor. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah, one out there, in which case I'm yeah. like, ah, he would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I try to think of someone I mean, who's... There's always, uh, what's-his-name, who did replace Iroh in true, Avatar. True, true. He also replaced Splinter in the 2012, uh, 2010 two, uh, two, uh, Eight or something. Eight, 2008, 2008 movie. Somewhere around there, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. he needed half of his lines, mm. and uh, because he passed away in the movie. Oh, the movie, movie you're saying? The movie, yeah. Yeah, it was 2010, yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like you could get him again, but uh, maybe you want to switch it up with anything True, else. true. Well, see, the thing is, Mako had such a dominating voice. Mm-hmm. Like, he made his presence known right. like Aku would. Right, so. yeah. I mean, there is one uh, Chinese villain uh, that's voiced by a very famous voice actor who does great villains that I think would be good to take him over. Uh, you might know him as the Fire Lord. Um, oh, like, wow! If Mark Hamill came back to play Aku, like, well, I'd be okay with that. I can handle that. I yeah. actually had an idea. I mean, it's yeah. it's another white guy playing a different. I, I, I don't care. So <laughs> Ron Perlman, if you take Perlman, if you take good. a different tone, he, if you do like the somber, like mm-hmm. kind of like how he did in the Hellboy animated movies. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's no. very low played, but when he loses it, he really oh, yeah. loses it. No, I, I, I definitely could see. Uh, I definitely could see him doing it. He would kind of come off like. Um, not very. I don't know, but he's done the Viking thing before, so I don't know. I, I feel like he could, he could probably pull that off easily. But you don't want to have him going off to his a brand new style now, or whatever. Now, what, what I, I actually would here's here's my choice, my one hundred percent choice uh, for this. Mark Hamill, I think, would be great mm-hmm. just because he did. You know, he can do comedic, he can do serious, he can be intimidating with the Fire Lord. But my pick. One hundred percent is James Hong, uh, who play. He was the main. He's the main villain in uh, in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh James, yeah. yeah. James Hong is so. You know, he's he's done plenty of voice acting. To, he was in Mulan. He was in you know so many things. But just that voice, yeah. I think would just be. You know, I was like. He put a little gruff in his voice. Yeah. Like, he could be, yeah, yeah, he could pull in, out Green Aku. In book two, he was the he was the judge in the town that hated the Avatar. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that guy. I think he'd be great as Aku. Like I would, I'd be down with him being Aku. That'd be pretty good. Because then you get a that. Japanese guy again. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Chi- he's Chinese, but whatever. Uh, you get an Asian guy for it again. Then pick James Hong because he's great. Yeah, and uh, he can do com- he can do comedy, and he can be serious and intimidating. So, but that's gonna do it. I think I'm gonna call it before I completely lose my voice yeah. uh, over this. But, uh, I'm trying my best not to cough, but yeah. oh boy, it's hard. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Mitch, uh, you're on Bagged and Bearded and whatnot, right? I am. Uh, a right. comic book-based podcast. We like uh, to sit around and just, you know, 
make a bunch of jokes and what? No, we uh, sit around talking about comic books. Brandon, you were actually on the most recent episode of the I, Golden Age podcast. I was indeed. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I, uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher, or you can just go to DestinationComics.com. You got links for all of our podcasts up there. Right. Uh, if you want to follow me in particular, you can get on my Twitter, some guy from KY. If you guys want to email me, comicbookmitch at gmail.com. And again, I'm always up at the shop too. So if you guys want to just swing on by and you're ever in the Shelbyville Road area, just come on by to the shop, 5031 Shelbyville Road, and let's talk comics. Right. Leave on. It was great having you back. Nice being here. It's been a while since you've been on a dead end show, and uh, glad it came on for this one. So. Uh, if I'm going to go on any of them, I really love doing this one. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Animation is great, and trying to get some more regulars on here anyway, so uh, I'll probably call you back on. Because so. I can do late night. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I promise I won't be sick for the next one, hopefully. Cause, hopefully. God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, guys, thanks so much for sticking around. Thanks for tolerating uh, all of the coughing and the sniffling. Hopefully I cut out most of it that I could. Uh, but you can check us out uh, more episodes uh, at DestinationComics.com. Check out all the episodes, but you can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash uh, animation Destination. You can now officially check us out on Twitter at, an, at Animation DP. So that's Destination Podcast. So uh, that's I couldn't do Animation Destination. It was too long. So, yeah. Uh, animation DP. Uh, that's uh, that's our Twitter handle. Uh, you can also uh, check us out at AnimationDestination.com coming soon. So, but right now that'll just take you to the Facebook page. So. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. And that's all, folks.